listening to Brunch with me, Noreen Mayer, on this Thursday morning. And I'm really excited to welcome back on the program Karen Ko, our wonderful co-host for this week's Agenda Cafe. How are you doing, Karen? I'm great, Noreen. It's great to be here again uh, Thursday morning. How are you? I'm doing very well. Got everything sorted. The Facebook is working. That's that's my, my main worry every time I have to do the Facebook Live in this new studio. So for our listeners, I'd love for us to join us at Noreen Mayer on RTHK Radio 3. Yeah, so Noreen, we've got this really interesting topic today. I wish, I mean, I hope we have a lot of Facebook viewers um, because uh, we've got uh, our guest sitting next to me instead of on Zoom today. And we're talking about media censorship and particularly media censorship in relation to women's bodies. So, uh, and our guest is a Hong Kong artist who's had direct experience of repeatedly being censored and she's managed to find a very clever way around it. But when you think about it, when you are out and about, you walk through the MTR tunnel or you're just around in town, you can see plenty of ads for things like women's lingerie, slimming centers, fitness clubs, and a lot of them are accompanied by images of a woman in a bikini or a bra and underwear, and you kind of feel like it's no big deal. And you go on social media and you see the same and a lot more than that um, as, you know, influencers opposing in bikinis or thong underwear and almost naked, and that's kind of the currency of how they gain their popularity. So today we're going to talk about that and really, you know, why why are some images okay to be shown and others are not? And who makes that decision? And so we're delighted to be joined by Claudia Chanhoi. Claudia is a Hong Kong illustrator and she often draws images of the body, including genitals. Yes, we're talking <laughs> breasts, nipples, penises, vaginas um, in her work. And uh, she has been at the sharp end of censorship. She's going to share with us some of her experiences. So, Claudia, welcome to the Agenda Cafe. Hello. Welcome, Thank you Claudia. so much for having me. I'm excited. <laughs> so, before we get to your work, can you tell us a bit more about your bringing, uh, your upbringing, your background, and how you became an artist? Um, well, so it's actually a very long story. Um, I was born in a Catholic household, um, so any sex topics was such a no-no thing. Um, you know, when I was growing up. Um, so anyway, like I was actually, yeah, I was born Catholic and I also went to Catholic school and I went to Sunday school. So my environment was relatively, I would say like conservative. Um, and then I went to UK for uni and, and I started dating someone else. <laughs> and then basically the whole thing just changed because I was told that I, you know, we shouldn't have sex before marriage. Uh, before getting married and also we shouldn't uh, like think about having sex we, we, we shouldn't like you know use our bodies to do anything like our skirt you know has to be like longer like much longer and you know we can't show our cleavage you know there's like so many rules that I couldn't break at least that's, that was like what I was told and then but then when I started dating someone and you know, as like a 20 something year old, like I was a little bit late to the game anyway. <laughs> yes. But I remember when I was like in high school, some of my girlfriends would tell me that they just started dating boys and we were like so excited. We found it so forbidden, but also it was like, oh my God, I'm so excited for you. Like you kiss someone, you kiss a boy. <laughs> um, so anyway, when I dated someone in my early twenties and, you know, obviously we had, you know, my first experience and then that completely just changed the whole thing because I was feeling a little bit 
depressed. I also a little bit disappointed as well because I finally did it mm. and then it didn't feel like what it was supposed to it feel like. Yeah, it wasn't like in the movie. And rainbows. Yeah. And you know, in the movies, they were like, oh my God, it's, everything is like earth shattering. You know, like, perfect, <laughs> right? Yeah. But it wasn't like that. And so basically, I've just been thinking a lot about my body, my sexuality, and my dating life and my my perspective you know of you know like of sex and also love life in general mm. yeah and how did that translate into you know being an artist and mm. what you wanted to draw um so because at that time i was asked to do like a dissertation for my university and i was i mean actually everyone has to do, had to do it um, so I was just thinking that should I write something that's a little bit personal or just write something that seems like, you know, a little Were bit Were you studying theory. art at that time, Claudia? Yeah, I was, okay. I was actually, um, I had like a, uh, like graphic design degree. So I was actually doing, um, graphic and media design at the time. Um, so yeah and then i just decided to write something about female not female sexuality but it was uh what is that uh objectification of women mm. because i you know i looked at like ads and like all the media women's bodies being used for lots of different to things, sell things usually, yeah right? sex sells right and it's still very true you know sex does sell <laughs> um so this is how I started everything because at that time I, I was already thinking about my sexuality and the way people see me as like, you know, like, I, I wouldn't say like sex objects, but you know what I mean? Like people would see me or, or like people would constantly comment on my look and my appearance and also the way how I dress, especially as, you know, an Asian woman in a foreign country back in the days, you know, they always treat me like an, like an exotic object, mm. you know, they were like, call me like you know like different names and then they would just you know they would show a lot of interest because i look very different mm -hmm. and yeah so this is how i started everything so i drew uh different illustrations um about like women's bodies but in basically a different form of objects so i have like boot milkshake i have like leg chopsticks and i have like pillbag neck pillow <laughs> yeah and, you know they're like so much more just to play around the idea i mean so the whole thing based the whole thing that i'm doing right now actually started from that exact moment which at that time i wasn't thinking to become like a, a illustrator I thought that I would just be like a graphic designer. Mm. Uh, but for some reason, I happened to use illustration to express the whole idea, which is quite bizarre thinking, looking back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Claudia, can you remember the exact moment where you thought, right, I'm just going to draw nipples and I'm going to start drawing genitals. Do you remember that moment where you thought, right, I'm going to focus. This is going to be my my thing. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, so when I, um, finished all the illustrations for that project, I actually felt really good about myself, mm -hmm. like creatively. And, and then when I graduated and I didn't actually touch that project at all, it was like, you know, to me, it was like, I, I finished, I graduated and then let's just put it aside. And then I looked for like a full time graphic design job. So I'd never really like, you know, like thought about that project anymore but by then like a few years later i was working as a full-time graphic designer for an agency or something and i didn't feel 
happy with what I do. I wasn't feeling, you know, fulfilled creatively, professionally as well. So I decided to um, start doing something that I remember that I enjoy doing. Mm. So that was that project still, you know, gave me a lot of like, you know, satisfaction. And I would just, I remember I had so much joy of doing that. Um, so I decided to go back to that project, basically just to, you know, elaborate a little bit more and then started posting on Instagram because I was thinking, you know, at that time we had a lot of like YouTubers, like near YouTubers coming from that era. It was like, you know, like 2015, 2016, around that time. And I was like, you know what, like YouTube obviously, you know, helps a lot of people to create jobs and career opportunities and obviously YouTube you know was not my channel because you know my work is like just visual illustrations and stuff so I was thinking you know Instagram would be you know my thing (laughs) and I just you know so I wanted to make my own luck and let's see if I could you know open my own doors of opportunities if I started posting my work on Instagram and then yeah and then this is how I started everything and you know I'm always interested in talking about like bodies because you know it has a lot to do with my upbringing as well because I couldn't back in the days and I and I and I think that I've been always thinking about like my sexuality people's dating lives and then my girlfriends and I always talk talk a lot about this kind of subjects as well yeah Yeah. so you started going here on Instagram Mm -hmm. tell us about your your censorship experience yeah how did that happen um so when i started posting my university work on instagram um i remember there was one post um i remember it was like my first or second post i already got censored <laughs> like at a very early start um so i drew actually just like three lines and one dot and to represent um the woman's vulva mm-hmm. so it's like simple it's very very simple graphic uh, a plain background like you know like a flash color and just like three lines and one dot so the dot is actually the belly button and then the three lines is obviously the the vulva like the thigh and then the the middle thing as the vagina and and then it got censored and I, so tell us what happens when you yeah. get censored on instagram i i've never been censored on yeah. instagram. My, i did lose <laughs> my account for a few days but that was instagram's fault it was like a global thing so right what what happens um so like how how was i yeah how uh, did you know you were censored and what did um, they tell you because when i did they send you a message or something no they, they didn't so when because you know when you post post something you you tend to like go back and see if there's any like engagement anyone you know comments on that and and then i did that and i realized oh the post gone and then um they have like a little notification and that says that all oh, your post uh we we took down this post because um they have like different reasons and it, you could like fall fall into like any of those reasons which is a it might be too sexually explicit and we don't allow nudity and then b and then like it's harmful and then like c and then they have like a lot of different things that that i felt felt like i I have committed to crime or something. Instagram crime. <laughs> yeah, like what 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 did I do, you know, to to, to um you know to, to have get my post. Yeah. Yeah. And it was just like an to me it was like an innocent post. I didn't find it too explicit or anything like that. Because when I created it, obviously I wouldn't find it oh it's too much, but you know what right. I mean? If, I, by the way, if anyone wants to see it, um your uh, Claudia's Instagram is 
brain x, x eyes. eyes meaning b-r-a-i-n-x and then e-y-e-s if you want to go see um some of what she does just to get an idea yeah of <laughs> what what we're talking about yeah so it got censored and i was feeling a little bit like like i'm confused you know because i was thinking like maybe like maybe they mistook me for someone else or or maybe they they misunderstood or maybe it's bots or maybe it's like i don't know like technology you know you know like it can yeah <laughs> maybe it's the the bot yeah the ai made a mistake yeah <laughs> so i i didn't feel like it was that personal yet so i just posted the, the same one again just to make sure that um you just to give it a try because i was still you know in denial that no, I wasn't actually being censored. It was a mistake. And I did that and then I got censored again. And then by then, like my accounts got disabled. Wow. Uh wow. which was like, oh my God, this is real. And then they, they escalated it, you know? Right. It's not just one post getting censored. They completely took down my accounts. And then like once my accounts got disabled, and then you could like, you know, you could say, Oh, it's do you, if you think it's a mistake and then click here. <laughs> And I clicked that and then nothing happened. And I was like, okay, you know, maybe this is it. But at the time, my account was like super tiny. Yeah. I only got like maybe 80 or 40 people. Pe- yeah, followers. Um, you know, I find it really upset. But at the same time, I was like, you know, what can I do? Like, I can't, you know, I can't hack my account and then like <laughs> to recover my account, right? I, I don't know anything like that. So, and I waited for a few days and then, I don't know. And then I think, Finally, my account was recovered and and then basically the post gone. So when I recovered, I opened my profile and then that post basically, you know, completely, you know, got, disappeared. Uh, yeah, disappeared. And and then I was thinking, oh, maybe it's because the caption or me, because I the caption I said, the wide language, which is actually doesn't mean that it's a vagina or a bull or, or anything like that. But just because the image just looks like a woman's vulva in a cute way, in like cartoon, like mm. graphic. And, and I was thinking, oh, maybe I could do something else. Maybe I could just like, you know what? Like I, my accounts was dis- disabled and they took down my post. They could do anything. I don't think there's anything that I could lose, lose anymore. Right. And so I was like, you know what? I'll just give it a try. You know, if they wanted to, you know, like, take down my accounts forever that's fine you know up, up to them so i basically um added two birds to the same graphic so everything stays the same i just added two cartoon birds which is like the free line like the, the birds that we used to draw yes. in kindergarten to look like a tick yeah <laughs> like, like a wide yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah and added two birds under the belly button so under the the big one dots um and then i changed the caption to birds flying to the moon so the moon is the belly button and the, the, the birds are flying to the moon, you know, yeah. literally different interpretations. Know, yeah. Yeah. Like you can't censor me, right? Like, cause I'm drawing a scenery. Like I, I you can't, you can't say that I'm, I mean, scenery sometimes look like, you know, humans bodies right. as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And we are made, we're, we're also a part of the nature. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it's... And then that, that post was okay. That post didn't that get That post censored. was okay. You know, it didn't get censored. It's still there, right? Yeah, it's still, still there. It's still there. So so just by by you changing the caption yeah. and defining that this is scenery and adding the birds, it's it seems to be okay. I mean, I think it's it's weird because 
we don't often have censorship of men's bodies. Yeah. Men's bodies seem to be okay. Yeah. Um, but women's bodies are always so controversial. I mean, what, what, mm. what do you think? Why do you think that is? Uh, I actually don't know, but like, you know, like one thing that I find it really interesting as well, like women tend to feel quite, you know, like we, we are very conscious about our bodies, but when it comes to men, like, you know, cause because of my accounts or, or because of what I do, I, I receive some like, you know, dick pics from random men that I don't even know really? because they feel like they're, they have the permission to do it. But at the same time, I feel like I, when I never actually hear men talking about, oh, I received like a vagina pic from, from a random woman, only like men does it. I feel like most of the time they are, they have a lot more confidence in that, in their bodies. Mm. Let's not talk about how appropriate it is to send someone a dick pic when you don't know that person or when you're not asked to send one. <laughs> but I'm, I'm just saying that, um, um, it is, um, it's just so strange that, you know, men never have a problem of, you know, like feeling, um, like insecure. I mean, I'm, I'm sure they, ha they have to deal with insecurities of their bodies, but I feel like it's a lot less compared to women in general. Yeah. Well, we'll yeah. address this double standard, uh, perhaps after the 11.30 news. We're talking to Hong Kong artists Claudia Chan Hoi and, uh, Karen Ko on this week's Agenda Canny. Welcome back to brunch with me, Noreen Mayer on this Thursday morning. Uh, we've got the Agenda Cafe and I'd like to welcome back on the program our wonderful co-host Karen Ko. Karen. And oh, by the way, we are on Facebook, Noreen Mayer on RTHK Radio 3. Um, and today we've got a wonderful guest joining us. We've got Claudia Chan Hoi, who's a Hong Kong artist uh, who focuses on drawing about women's bodies, uh, genitals, that's right, boobs, um, uh, penises, vaginas. Uh, you, you know, there's no need to be shy because, you know what, we wouldn't be here if our parents didn't have sex, so it's perfectly okay to talk about sex. Um, and this morning we're talking a little bit more about the media censorship that... Uh, you know, men and women, but particularly women face uh, on the internet. Uh, before we took the news break, um, Claudia, you also shared your experience of how you grew up in a Catholic household and how you were raised in a more sort of conservative manner. And sort of when you went to the UK for university, uh, you had this experience where you, you felt like you could uh, be more true to yourself and draw uh, pictures of genitals. What was the sort of reactions uh, from your friends and your family when, when you shared the art that you were so passionate about? I think my friends in general are very supportive. I mean, they find it quite fun because my friends, you know, most of my friends are, you know, um, we, we have pretty much, you know, it's pretty much the same age as me. So they just find it fun because, you know, they, I, I feel like some of them actually never really look behind the meaning of my work, but they would just look at it. Oh, it's so funny. And like, yeah, like penis, oh, vaginas, yay. <laughs> you know, like peaches, you know. They just find it fun to look at and and whereas my family to be honest i i never really share my work with them like you know like sit down and be like mom and dad here's what i do <laughs> let me explain and go through and this is this is the vagina this is the penis <laughs> like and i would never do that and um a bit of reverse sex education <laughs> Right. Yeah, <laughs> right. but they can see your Instagram. Surely. Yeah, they could. Um, but um, maybe I've, they don't want to know. They were very late to the game as well when it comes to you know having the first Instagram account. I remember my dad actually has his maybe like back in twenty nineteen or something. Um, but I don't think I don't know how obvious my 
I mean, the genitals, they are actually to them. Mm. Um, okay. As in the genitals in my arts, I don't think if They might think those... it's a gherkin, actually, like yeah, an actual pickle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because when I draw the gen- genitals, I, you know, since I got censored, I've been like playing with a lot of different captions and just imagery to get around the community guidelines, right? So I don't know if my parents uh, might also see the genitals as, oh, it's just, you know, some sort of, fruit or like maybe it's, it's a banana it's a peach yeah yes yeah it's just like some literally like pink stuff i don't know like <laughs> you know sticking on the wall i don't i can't tell they're actually nipples so i don't know i mean they might know but they probably are a little bit too embarrassed to say, i actually know what you do <laughs> right yeah maybe they don't want to have that conversation with you yeah it, i think both still... of us don't want to have a conversation <laughs> with each other so the feeling is definitely neutral <laughs> Um, yeah, about like because you do this. This is what you do for work now. Mm, right? This is yeah. living. What about yeah. clients? Um, yeah. When do they uh, approach you and say, "We want you to draw this," mm. or do you put something in? And what's their reaction? Are, are there, or yeah. are there different yeah. reactions? I feel like when because I feel like I I, I have a very. Uh, like I feel like when clients approach me, they already know what my concept or my idea, my, uh, you know, my style, so, yeah, it's all about. So they already have like a sense of what they would expect. But I feel like sometimes, not all of them, but I would say some of my clients are actually not ready to have this kind of art for for either their products or or for their brand image. So do they ask you to tone it down? They or, do, or? yeah. They all they always do. So I'm actually so used to, you know, asking to, oh, can we like take out the genitals or can we just like remove the body parts or just or make it less obvious? You know, some of them they they will still want me to include that because they find it fun, it's cute, it's quite bold for them to put on, you know, you know, for 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 for, for the campaign or whatever. Um but they would still ask me to make it less obvious. Or can you like maybe take down that thing, but still keep it, you know? Mm. So sometimes I I don't always receive full creative freedom, but you know, I'm, I'm also, I'm so used to that and I totally understand where they're coming from because mm. they obviously don't want to upset their own clients or their own audience as well. Yeah. And which I respect that. I, I, but you know, so this is why when I whenever I have a new commission project, I will ask my clients whether it's okay to 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 feature genitals or you want me to completely remove them. Like, just let me let me know. <laughs> right. it, I mean, it's really interesting because when I was researching the the censorship part of it, if you look at art history, in throughout art history, there are beautiful, famous paintings of naked women, mostly naked women. You know, if you think about Botticelli's Venus um, and Gauguin's, you know, women in Tahiti or sculptures, you know, I've seen the sculpture of David fully naked and it's no big deal, you know, and it wasn't until the Victorian era where Queen Victoria decided that everyone had to be covered up and you couldn't even show an ankle, it was highly offensive. And we seem to have never moved on from that. And if you look at ancient cultures and tribes, you know, the body was nothing to be ashamed of. It's exactly. Nudity yeah. was part of art. Yeah. 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 Part yeah. Of art. And so, and then at the same time, we have 
today's influencers. Like, remember when Kim Kardashian broke the internet with that famous picture of basically she was mm, naked yeah. from behind with holding a front and behind as well. Yeah, front front and behind. And how come that's okay? But someone like Claudia can draw a cartoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you think about that, Claudia? Um, and obviously. We we are still you know um, dealing with the double standard, right?、Um, but it's actually funny because、uh, I remember you sent me some of the links of the Victoria、um, from the Asians paintings, and and you know it says that like the the artists back in the days could only draw women in only a few different criteria. Either women,、uh, I forgot like. You can only like draw goddess, so the women are the goddess,、mm. as in they have like a bit of like、um, supernatural, yeah, supernatural yeah. power or anything like that.、Um, so I I don't know. Like back in the days, I wonder maybe those artists are also just like, oh yeah, I'm drawing a naked woman, but she's a goddess. I don't know if they're also using that kind of、um, trick. Right. right. <laughs> yeah, it's so it's so interesting. But yeah, I just find it because. You know, since I've been censored,、um, pretty much like throughout my entire career, <laughs>、um, I just want—I just wonder, like, because you know, we see hypersexualized images, especially you know, women、mm. sexualized images of women all the time. But it, but when the genitals are shown, like something just changed, right? Because we are so used to seeing like. Women posing super sexy or, or or have like very little of coverage, but once the nipples are shown, like in a non-sexual way, let's say like breastfeeding, or sometimes in quite like an art form, like a natural, just a naked woman sitting on the chair without like you know wearing like super heavy makeup or like heavy filter or something. It just never people just never accept that. Yeah. yeah. I was reading an article in the Vintage Woman magazine, and and they also say exactly what you and Karen were saying, Claudia, and that is as we enter 2022, women are forced to navigate an old age problem on a new platform. You know this. Uh, Uh, you know,、uh, patriarchy, but on social media, where it's men setting the rules and it's women who have to sort of navigate on, on this new platform. And since、yeah. 2018, social media giants like Twitter, Instagram, Facebook,、uh, TikTok,、um, they they censor certain posts and certain that、um, the, the regular that these methods sort of differ from post to post and from men to women. So、um, posts that include plus size bodies、um, for、uh, BIPOC bodies and that. Is for Black, Indigenous, and people of color、um, are, are different from those of white bodies as well. So, so it's not just sex, but it also gender, race also comes into it. Um, um, also, um, and also, there are certain companies that don't face the same regulation. In the article, it, it points out that、uh, Victoria's Secret, for example, very famous lingerie a lingerie brand, their posts aren't censored, and they show cleavages also. And then there's Cardi、yeah. B, a famous American rapper. Who, who tried to show a bit of cleavage, and she and she sort of quite famously says, you know,、um, I'm just trying to earn a living. And and there's so many people <laughs> like、um, yourselves included, new influencers who are trying to share their art, perhaps、uh, w- w- with some as、uh, uh, sexualized images. But then those are a complete blanket ban. How do you navigate that? I mean, you said you were really creative in terms of that, but has that sort of faced any backlash? Have you experienced any? You know, you were trying to be creative, but then still got banned. Have you experienced that?、Mm. 
Um, I feel like because I would say I'm quite like a pro, like a professional when it comes to media censorship. Right. So I feel like I've already found a way of not getting censored. Mm. Um, you know, as long as I change the caption or, or like play around the imagery and make sure that I don't say, oh, it, it is a penis or it is that it is it is a vagina, then that's totally fine. I feel like media, I always I would say like social media probably can't, you know, you know, like. So how filter. are they doing yeah. that? Have you sort of understood the algorithm? How are are they? Are the bots or the people who are, you know, conducting these regulations, are they looking at the image? Are they just looking at the caption? What's your understanding of this? I'm sure they will. They look at both. Yeah, I, I'm sure they will look at both. Um, maybe more the imagery, more than the caption. But the caption is just me just like proving that I'm not doing that. <laughs> You, uh, yes, yeah, that's not I, I, it. I, I already, yeah, I already said it is, is, is a peach, or I already said it is an object. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. it's, it's interesting. Like I notice on certain social media accounts, they they won't even write the word sex. They'll write s, s and then some other symbol. Yeah, yeah. s x or some mm. other symbol. Or there are certain words that they will take out you know they'll substitute the the correct letters for something else and i'm sure it's in order to reduce the chance of being censored yeah and this is if this is the way forward it's not really good because it means you can't have that open conversation about very basic things yeah you're not even allowed to type the words in. yeah, uh, yeah. so that you know that it's just it is such a double standard because it's it almost is. like denying that people want to talk about this content or denying that these things exist and they're thereby increasing the stigmatization so that you can't talk about this and you can't show this mm -hmm. and this is not acceptable because it's a bad influence you know it's bad for yeah. for the community yet you can you can have somebody a topless male model all the time right a topless male model or you can have someone who is just you know showing a lot of cleavage and it's their own account and you know they're having a drink at a bar somewhere and that's fine and it's okay for tons of people to comment on that shot which of course is all about their body mm. they're not saying look i made this cocktail yeah. i'm a really good cocktail maker no they're saying look at my boobs mm. <laughs> aren't they hot right? yeah but where do you I, draw I, sorry go on go on claudia oh no i'm just saying that and also i feel like you know actually just because we are living in such a hypersexualized society but also i feel like everyone knows that so, sexualizing yourself actually can get you somewhere let's say if you are quite attractive right right <laughs> or you even not or even not i mean you yeah. can make yourself attractive these days yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah true like with like you know like filters or even like you can go under the knife whatever and, and also there are things like people who have fetishes so, so there's a whole business in for example foot fetishes where people have an OnlyFans account that they show only their feet and people pay money to mm. see other people's feet. So wow, brilliant. I, I didn't not. know that. Thanks for the... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's not too late. It's yeah. not too late to get a game. Radio <laughs> by day and <laughs> foot model by night. Um, but yeah. <laughs> where do we draw the line? Um, I mean, it's, it's really... Uh, you know, normalizing sexuality, um, but not running into the whole over-sexualization, um, because that can be harmful for young people, for, for, for young girls.
girls, for, for young men also. Um, just just turning the conversation around a little bit. I mean, it, it can. Um, I mean, on one hand, we don't want to sort of censor artists and the, the, the creativity, but then you've got the other hand where you've got young women who are over sexualizing themselves, and then young girls thinking that's the norm. That's what I have to do to get attention, or young boys mm. feeling like my body has to look like a certain way. Uh, yeah, where, where where do we draw the line um, on all of that, or, or even MTR ads um, where you know big boobs and slim bodies is the norm? If we ban them, is that sort of is that banning um, creativity? Or I, I I don't know. Sometimes I I don't know where to draw, draw the line. Karen, Claudia, what, what do you think? Well, it's such a complicated yeah. question. I don't know like how to draw the line, but I often question like, what are we trying to censor? Like, are we trying to, you know, again, like we talked about like double standards all the time and, you know, like they, cause when I added two birds and it is fine. So that means my image actually is not that offensive. It's, it and is offensive actually, to who? That's a thing. Who is the person saying this is yeah, offensive? Yeah, and who, who yeah. decides what content is exactly. allowed and, and or what we see actually is just because someone allowed us to see and it's almost like dictationship really. Yeah. <laughs> it, it is in a way. Yeah, I mean, it is. About it, in Victorian times and even before that, um, showing a woman's ankle was seen as scandalous. It, it was it was worse than a breast. I mean, a breast was okay, but an ankle was just like, oh my god, you know, you've an crossed ankle. the line. Ankle, oh my goodness. Yeah, wow. yeah. So, are we just in a phase of several hundred years where breasts are now not okay, mm. and maybe we go back to them being okay in a couple hundred years? It, I think it's really, you know. There's these societal norms that we adopt, they're very hard to break, just like gender stereotypes. You mm. know, the woman stays home and cooks and cleans and mm. takes care of the kids and the man goes to work. And that is changing now. Like you really do see younger generation. So maybe in another five or six generations, a hundred years, we'll have the same thing, you know, that women, that people will be able to see women's breasts and men's chests and go like, oh, no big deal. You know, mm. it's just two sides of the same coin. Exactly. But society seems to be always so slow. In It's reading. changing. I mean, look at us, three women talking about this on public radio. I mean, 50 years ago, forget about it. So, it's yeah. Slow, slow. and yeah, so, so it's sort of changing. So, Claudia, I understand you'll still be talking about it for your upcoming TED Talk. So, um, very quickly, tell us, uh, what is it about? Um, give us a, 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 a flavor of what you'll be sort of touching on. So, I'll be talking about media censorship as well, and also my story of how I got censored and how I became extra creative to get around the community guidelines and also to get away from Instagram spam. Um, so it's going to be quite humorous and, um, yeah, but at the same time, I will talk about this double standard and why this is okay and why the other images are not okay. So. Yep. Yeah. And full disclosure, I'm I'm Claudia's coach. So her speech is going to be really good. Yeah. <laughs> and Karen definitely exactly. has helped me so much on my delivery and my speech and everything. So You're I'm in really great grateful hands. To have, yeah. To have Karen to be my coach. <laughs> yeah, I'm really well, grateful to have Karen as my co-host too. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if there are any tickets still available for the event, but um, 
if if anybody wants to go, it's uh, next Thursday yes. at the Sichu Center yeah. in West Kowloon. Yeah, I think they still have like a few tickets, maybe like down to thirty. Oh, something like that. Wow. Yeah. Selling Kowloon, yeah, website, and you can see if there are tickets there. But there's six speakers. Um, yeah, really fantastic lineup of of speakers to all talking about interesting things. All women. So. Mm. Absolutely, it's and a, this is the TEDx Ten How Women. Um, Claudia, it's been such a pleasure to talk to you today. Can you remind our listeners how can we find you on social media? Um, so my Instagram handle is Brain X Eyes B R A I N X E Y E S. Excellent. Well, I wish you the best of luck for your upcoming uh, TED Talk, which is uh, next thank Thursday. You. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you so much. Thanks so much, Noreen. Thanks a lot, Karen.